following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a game week edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star in Frisco as we are saying it with our chest Mm. here on this Tuesday morning. I hope you have your coffees ready because guess what? This is going to be our normal time moving forward Nina, for the rest of the year. We will be at 9 9 a.m. Central Time. Mm Every weekday from here on out, except for this week. We take Wednesday and Thursday off. But then we'll be back Friday to talk about the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as the regular season is finally here, as always, alongside Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips. I'm Kyle Yeomans. And, gentlemen, it just feels a little bit different in the building this week. It's got that buzz. It's got that feeling of football being back. And, Heckma, I know you're excited about it. Man, I'm, I think everybody should be excited. Football is back on every weekend until what? Valentine's Day? <laughs> Something like Something that. Like that. So I got all my honey, Isaiah, I got my honeydew list taken care the honey of. Honeydew. The honeydew. Okay. It's already done. I've, I've cleaned the shed. Okay. I've stacked the wood. Mm-hmm. I donated all the clothes. Mm-hmm. I rearranged the closet. Okay. I'm good to go. I, that, I should have no requirements. Right. That should take, take your, me take away I'm with you. from football mm-hmm. this whole fall. At least on paper. Come on, P. You know Agreed. there will be something. Be some, there on, will P. be something that you need P, to do. I needed you. I needed you to confirm with. Put your pimp hand down. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. Not me. <laughs> that's, that's not going to be me. <laughs> not in my house. Well, what is a backhand? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But hey, you're right. I can I can delay horse racing until April now on oh, TV. I got goodness. stuff to watch. All fall. I was watching horse racing last night as well. Yeah, wow. I was. Right. You guys are jack of all trades. I'm impressed. Yeah, man. <laughs> I definitely I don't wasn't watching that. Much that. <laughs> you got to find new hobbies during quarantine. I was man. playing Madden. Okay. Oh, <laughs> how about that? That's true. That's nice. true. Hey, there we go. Hit sticks coming up later this week as well. So shameless yeah, plug. Yeah, it was definitely a like shameless that. plug. Shameless We've plug. got a lot to talk about because that's the thing is is this is the final week where we don't get to go every weekday. With our podcast. So because of that, news kind of stacks up on each other Mm -hmm. as we get along in the week. Mm. And so let's start with probably the biggest news of the week, and that's Zach Martin. Uh, COVID-19 list as of, was it Saturday Mm -hmm. was the day that that was officially reported? So this is the first time we've gotten to talk about it on this show specifically. But Zach Martin is listed currently as out for the Thursday matchup with the Buccaneers. So a backup plan at right guard looks like Connor McGovern will be that fill-in. What is the the specifics and the details surrounding that whole scenario, Rob? He's not officially ruled out. And Jerry Jones on the fan just now, he's holding out like this much hope. So he said it again today. Yeah. I mean, what what you need, and and I know fans like jumped on this and said, why why isn't he vaccinated? Well, just based off of the protocols that they're discussing, he's vaccinated because he needs – Two negative tests, 24 hours apart, and he also has to be symptom-free. So it's possible, but Jerry even said it on the fan this morning, based on their experience, they need more time than what they have. 
So, yeah, you're right. They're preparing for Connor McGovern to be the starting right guard on, on Thursday night. It's crazy to think like there could be a timeline there that that would fit into because I mean it's so it be tied wild. up against the wall anyways, yeah. And it would have to be a perfect case scenario of no symptoms, really no fallback whatsoever from having COVID or testing positive anyways. If you're Zach Martin, so yeah, it, that's tough for me to really think that this is a possibility that he's ready to go. But Isaiah, based off of what you saw throughout training camp. How ready is Connor McGovern to step in and be the starter at right guard, even if it is just for a game? Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I think you know, in preseason and throughout camp, um, I think we talked you know, in extensively about what that second line really looks like. You know, coming off of last year's experience, you know, Terrence Steele, you know, Connor McGovern's. Um, and I didn't like what I saw. I feel. I think we mentioned it a couple weeks back. I felt like both of those guys took a step back, um, including Knight. Um, I'm, I'm hopeful. <laughs> Obviously, I'm very hopeful that it, should he have to play, that he will re- kind of revert back to how, how he was finishing last year, which was on a higher note. Mm-hmm. Um, he was starting to play well. But just from what I've seen this year, um, I, I'm not confident in um, in his ability to step in and fill that role. And let's not get it confused. Nobody can replace no. Martin. All right. But yeah. we have to be able to come in and do enough to be efficient on offense because they have all their dogs back now on yeah. that defensive line. That that hopeful was like puberty octave level. Mm. So you know, yeah, yeah. I can tell. you like went there. You went there. So that means you're not very mm-hmm. hopeful. Uh, that, mm-hmm. You know, but I think for McGovern, honestly, we didn't see him at right guard. I, we saw him primarily at left guard. Mm-hmm. And so, look, my thing with McGovern has always been or. or You know, I love Big Ten offensive linemen, period, Mm -hmm. because I feel like they have the propensity to to fire off the ball. Uh, That's that's a running league uh, where they come from. So that's the one thing. And then based off of his play last year, filling in for Zach, uh, once the concussion in Arizona, I believe he filled in then. And the calf. And the the calf after that. Eight starts at right guard. Absolutely. So. He has experience. he has film and he has experience. And you talk about that a lot, Isaiah, about throwing guys to the wolves that yeah. don't have any experience. Well, here's Connor McGovern, and he we have to rely on his experience. You're absolutely right. There is no replacing number 70, nope. period, dot the end. So don't even worry about that. The thing is, is that Connor McGovern can come in and be serviceable. Mm-hmm. The bigger question is, how healthy is Lyell? Okay, because if Lyell can actually play, uh, no, no, if Lyell can actually play up to where he'd been pre-injury, then I think that's what's going to catapult and, and make that shore up that right side because he's pretty much soldered next to a, see, a, see, see, I, Well, you, you got Isaiah shaking his head, and you just got on me before the show saying, I just have nothing but negativity on my Ooh. Twitter feed. See, I, 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 I wasn't going to bring that up. I wasn't going to bring Lyle's issues up. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't going to do Heck that. Heck was like, I'm in church, and I'm reading Rob, Rob's tweets like, crap. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, I, I didn't say that. I did not say that at all. I was like, <laughs> started with a shit. <laughs> Crap. What I said was <laughs> early. Let's pray for him. <laughs> and, and to your point, since we, since you brought it up, okay, yeah. I'm concerned. I am very concerned because Lyle Collins is not 100 percent healthy. No, he's now not. now the the major injury that most people are concerned about, obviously, is the hip. Yeah, that's what most people are going to be what he's looking coming for. back. From, what he's yeah. coming back yeah. from. However, what has kept him out most recently? The neck. The neck. Stinger. Right. And for those that have never had a stinger, stinger is essentially an impingement of your nerve. Right, I've had a stinger before, and it hurts. And it hurts. Okay, I had a stinger in Seattle camp one time. I went to go run my little my little hitch route right over the middle of the ball. Quarterback threw the ball the opposite way. Linebacker came, boom, hit me the opposite direction, and I sat there for a minute. 
because I couldn't move. Right, and literally, it, the nerve gets in, gets gets pinched, and it shuts down that portion of your body. Now, it could be very temporary. It could be something that's elongated, right? That's why you see variants. Some guys get right back in the game, and they're good to go. Some guys are out for a week. Right. And the, the scary thing about about uh, about the nerve damage portion of it, okay, about about those stingers is it's easily triggered again. Yeah. So even though we have Collins back in the starting lineup, it takes one play. And I'm sorry to scare everybody like that, but no. that's me understanding the reality of this particular injury. He's healed until he's not. It takes one shot, and that one shot can send him right back to the same protocol he was in before. You're right, and that's why the last week of training camp and even these practices that they had, what they called like the bye week last Friday and Saturday, they held him out because try to let it calm down. And it must be calmed down because they had a full padded practice yesterday, full participants. So that's, heck, that's, that's good. good news. But you're right. I mean, once you get into real full live contact, mm. it, it could flare up again. It's definitely a, a possibility. Heckma's Heck face whenever Rob just looked at you and said, that's good news, and then Heckma was just pure cold <laughs> Why? on his face. Why? Just, Why? Mm. I mean, because the reality of what could potentially be, right? It could, we right. could potentially not have Martin. You we could potentially not whole, have Collins at some point in time in the game. So now right your whole side right of side of the offensive line, line is, is not there. That's, <laughs> that's a reality. Yeah. I, that's a reality that we hope we don't see, but that is a potential. Well, once you start talking about the the lineup that you mm. know our offensive line is going against, mm. I think that's where the cold is. Is that Shaq Barrett, Vita Vey, and Dominican Sue? At some point, you know this line is going to be tested. They're going to have to hold up. I mean, it's it's 100 healthy line is going to have a problem with that every D-line. single time. But that's the thing. I mean, this is there's so many question marks about this offense because we hadn't seen it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's one of the great things going into this game is that the great unknown. But those questions will be. Absolutely. First, second quarter, Pretty everybody quick. will be familiar with one another. How will Tampa Bay combat this? Because, like you said, Isaiah, with Connor McGovern being at right guard, I mean, he saw 600-plus snaps last year at right guard, so that's a positive because yes. he did fill in the back half of the season for Zach Martin. How would they come? Are they, are they going to send the house? Are they going to bring Devin White? Or are they going to just blitz that's, that's the scary guys and say, That's the you scary know thing about, about Tampa, right? Tampa doesn't have to blitz. No, they, they don't, don't have to blitz. They have two of the most dominant interior defense alignment in the game, right? Vita Vea and Sue, and Sue, right? Golston two two too. dogs, right? And Golson. And then you got I mean, that's the reality, right? And then you put JPP and Barrett on the outside. They don't have to blitz. Now, should they choose to blitz, they have some guys at the second level that just may be able to get to you a little quicker than you would like to. So they present a problem even with a hundred percent healthy offensive line. So I to answer that, they don't have to blitz. Yeah, will they blitz? Probably, probably. <laughs> their defense is going. Their defense and their defense coordinator. That's his mo. They yeah. go. They're going to apply pressure and they're going to come after you. Do, do we know them? Do, do we know their defensive coordinator? I, I think we do. We do. And, and so uh-huh. they, they're going to come after. They're going to come after Dak. Dak is going to have to make some adjustments at the line of scrimmage. Yep. It's always been that way. And with the right ankle, I, I, I expect for defenses to see where he is, test where he is. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, it once. To me, if the Cowboys become one-dimensional at mm-hmm. any point in this game, that is when they are going to unleash the Hounds. That's what. It, it, and the same thing that you saw in the Super Bowl. Once they saw that Kansas City turned one-dimensional, it made everything in their, in their play defense play calling easier. I went back and watched that game two nights ago, and every play that Mahomes had, just just to curious, and and it's hard to compare because of how just wrecked the Chiefs' offensive line, line was. was. I mean, they were down to, like, third on their depth chart yeah. at certain spots, and they moved over 
think Rimmers, Mike mm-hmm. Rimmers, to Rimmers. their, to their yes. right tackle spot, uh-huh. and Shaq Barrett just all night long. And you're right. They only blitz like less than 10% of dropbacks in that game because they didn't have to. Yeah. And when they did blitz, it, like like Kyle said, Devin White pressuring, Gosh. and I think one of, one of Pat's two picks were on a blitz. So, like, yeah. I think the Cowboys are even with Zach out. They're more intact than than that game. Yes, but are they going to be challenged? Absolutely. Yeah. And and that four man rush, based <laughs> yeah. on what we've seen last year, I mean, it wasn't just the Chiefs being banged up. They had forty eight sacks last year yes. throughout yeah. the season. I don't, I don't going into this game. If I'm Todd Bowles and I and I'm the defensive coordinator for Tampa Bay, I am not. Now you're going to blitz, right? But I'm going to probably be along those lines of probably ten percent of my total snaps blitzing. The reason why is because why would I give Dak Prescott an opportunity to get a big play? Why would I risk that, right? So I'm going to sit back and I'm going to play coverage, right? And I'm going to, I'm going to ask my and four like guys that. up front to get home. I like that, and I like the fact if they do that, I think that benefits. I think that benefits Dak. I, I, I do too. And I think that Kellen Moore is going to scheme a game plan to give Dak the confidence yes. that he needs. Easy throws, easy reads Quick. to build that confidence up. It, everything in the middle, a uh, slot, because we know where they're most susceptible yes. at, and that's in the running game. They were 21st, 22nd in passing. All right, number one in running. You can't overlook that. So most teams could not run versus them, but we have to get the running game on the route. We have to. We have to establish it yeah. because at some point, point if we don't then like you said like you just mentioned they're going to simplify their game plan and just come with their guys up front it's going to be tough without zach i mean zeke said it the other day he, he said damn he said their best player best on player offense. on offense and most Facts. of our runs i mean i mean i mentioned it last season at one point some of it was at, with zach at right tackle they were dominating in the run game even with all the other injuries and and backup quarterbacks in there i mean he is he is the centerpiece of their run game Besides Zeke, obviously. Yeah, and Connor McGovern is going to have to step in and fill that role. Luckily, I mean, Isaiah, you were pretty down on Connor McGovern, and you still are pretty down on Connor McGovern. A lot of people, especially last year, he was the most improved offensive lineman by far from beginning to end of the year in 2020. I thought he took a a step to be decent again. Like we said, you're not going to replace Zach Martin. Nobody can. And and if the expectation for Cowboys fans out there is to replace Zach Martin, you will be let down on Thursday. So do not think that's the case. But I think if you're going to pick a guy – to fill a role, it would be Connor McGovern Agreed. filling in for Zach Martin. I, I, He's I your totally sixth agree. man off of the bench, and that makes me feel a little bit better. And it kind of goes back to what Heckman was saying, as long as Lyle Collins is healthy and able to play. Because if not, <laughs> if you, if it's if it's Connor McGovern and mm. Terrence Steele or Connor McGovern and Tyne and Secchi, who's, do who missed practice yesterday. Don't do that. I'm just saying. Do it that. doesn't make me no, feel I, any better. I feel good about McGovern if he plays like he played last year. Okay. From, from what I've seen in camp, I don't feel confident. From what I saw last year, I feel confident. But sometimes guys need the, the person in front of them removed before they get that dog back in them. Hmm. Right? For, whatever, whatever, for whatever reason, some guys kind of get tentative when there's somebody in front of them that they know oh, that's he's that's boss man. Right? Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the man that, that runs things. So I'm going to fall back, right? And I'm not myself anymore. But once he's out the picture, what did he do last year? He stepped up. I'm, I'm Carter freaking McGovern, right? <laughs> so maybe I'm hoping that that's what shows up if he has to step in and play. And, and Connor like McGovern that. and Connor McGovern just he kind of went the Jalen Smith route uh, with having the the injury sitting out, redshirting basically, and so and then you know getting himself healthy and then playing last year again. I'm not as much as people want the sky is falling mentality with this with Zach Martin. I understand. Look, he's going to be a 
great absence and void uh, in our offensive line. But the, I guess the great thing is it's temporary. It, yep. We're not talking yep. about for the rest of the season. And so if we can game plan this up for just one game, I, I, I feel comfortable yes. with what we're going to do. And, you know, he's gotten quite a few reps at right guard throughout training camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Left guard, too, because, you know, they give Zach a little bit of a break. He's a vet. They're moving Connor Williams at times inside to, at center to give him some first-team reps. So you've given him opportunities with the first team throughout camp, plus the starts he had last year. He, he'll be prepared. And, and look, they've let him focus mostly on guard, not center, even though they didn't really have a backup center going into camp, and he's played it in college. That's a fantastic point because the coaching staff had an opportunity to say, hey, Connor Williams or Connor McGovern, who's going to be our backup center? Let's let Connor McGovern work on being a guard. Mm. Well, now he's got a chance to step up into that open spot and and potentially make a huge impact come Thursday night. Who else is going to make a big impact? Who's a sleeper on both sides of the football for the Dallas Cowboys? We'll give you our picks when we return with more Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back to Talking Cowboys. Be sure to join us for a free watch party at the Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium on Thursday, September 9th, as your Dallas Cowboys kick off the season in Tampa Bay. Enjoy yard games, beer gardens, performances by the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, and Dallas Cowboys rhythm and blue and more. Doors open at 530 and kickoff is at 720. For more information, you can go online and visit AT&T Stadium. Dot com. That's a free watch party. There's no tickets, no, or I don't, I don't want to say no parking. I'm not exactly sure what the parking situation's like, but I know there's no tickets needed to get into that. And 
I mean, basically beer and games and the Cowboys cheerleaders and rhythm and blue. I mean, why would you not show up to the Miller Lighthouse? Rob's going to be there at some point. Yeah, I told you. I already told you. Yeah. Every week. All, all the time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back into Talking Cowboys. <laughs> I love whenever we get Rob kind of... <laughs> Just on his back heels a little bit. Put your head down, Rob Robson. Not me. Not (laughs) not me. What time? What time of night are we talking here? Go ahead. Oh, goodness. Yep. Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos. Heck, my Harrison, Isaiah, Stanback, Rob Phillips. I'm Kyle Yeomans. And let's get into some sleepers. These are guys on both sides of the football that you feel like are going to make an impact, but maybe aren't the the headliners of the the offense going in. And I don't want to necessarily outline the headliners because that could change the, the opinion of what Ooh. you guys think. But impact players that aren't necessarily at the forefront. We're going to start with you, Heckma, on the offensive side of the ball, then we'll go defensive in a second. Well, thank you for coming to me first, Kyle. I, well, I should. I really appreciate yeah, you that. You always get so mad when we take your, <laughs> we take your guys. <laughs> <laughs> Guys don't know what happened in the studio before that. So, yeah, like, what the, my sleeper for this game is going to be Tony Pollard, and, and the reason why I say Tony Pollard is just through OTAs and just watching the different ways that Kellen Moore was lining him up. I think that he has an opportunity to really break some big ones. And knowing how aggressive Tampa's defense is going to be, I think getting Tony Pollard on those screens, when sometimes when they line him out in the slot, we've seen that, and also him out in the backfield, I think those are going to be beneficial for him and his speed. And that's why I'm saying that he's a sleeper for this game. I like it. I like it. I'm going with Tyler Biotis. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. yeah. TB. The reason why I say TB is because he has his hands full, and I think that he is going to have his his moment. This is this is the, if there is ever going to be a game, his coming out game, this has to be it. Reason being, it's the biggest challenge of his life, right? He has two dogs on the inside, Big Vita Vea, who's just going to sit up there and try to bull rush him all day long, and then he also has who? And Dominican Sue, right? Okay. The savvy vet. And I think if he comes out there and busts these guys in the mouth, he can shock them. And if we have him at the forefront, we can't do anything productive on this offensive line unless he has a game. So that's why I say it's our sleeper pick, because if we want to move the ball in a pass game, guess what? He has to set the protection. That's right. If we want to run the ball, guess where it starts at? He has to be able to take one of those guys a half body and move them out the dog on hole if we want to have any hope at running the ball. So I'm taking TB for the win. RTB, not their TB. Yeah, not their TB. Yeah, yeah this is TB 6-3 yeah. instead of TB 12. I like what you that? did there. TB 6-3. That's a new one for him. Thank you. Um... The thing about Tyler Biotish, and I, I love your point here, because if Connor McGovern is your right guard, and even if uh, a not 100% Lyle Collins is out at right tackle, where do you want to run the football? You're going to want to run it left, left side, sure around side. your strong side of your def- or your offensive line. Either way, you want to run the ball. Tyler Biotish is right part there of in the middle. Yeah. And so if you wanted to kind of switch it up and maybe throw the defense off a little bit, you need him to set the tone on the right side of that offensive line, especially if those two guys are the ones in the game. So I I love that point overall. I think as a sleeper, Mm -hmm. somebody who maybe won't show up in the stat sheet, but, man, he needs to put up some good film. Yeah, make make an impact there. I'll go with the law firm of Dalton and Schultz. Ooh. And I say say both because they're both going to play, but take your pick on which tight end because we, we just talked about how the Bucks, if they can get home with four, they don't have to blitz as much. And what they did in the Super Bowl and what they did when they had that type of success during the season is you can play shell coverage and you can you know put two safeties over the top and limit yeah. things downfield. I mean, Kellen Moore made great points in the in the at training camp about how you know offense you have to have chunk plays. 
You know, you've got to be able to make plays down the field. And they, they have obviously guys who can do that. But, you know, if that's the situation for this offense Thursday night, they're going to have to make some plays kind of underneath, middle of the field, and try to open things up a little bit. So that's why I think both guys might have an opportunity to make some plays in the passing game. Goodness. Yeah. I I'm so excited to see both of them back on the field yeah. at the same time yeah. after the year that Schultz had a year ago. I, I, and I think they're going to be a safety blanket for, for Dak. I, I think those easy reads, especially with pressure coming down on them slot, tight end, he's going to be looking for those yeah. guys. I think Kinda. they're going to be post-game. I think they got to play some some basketball, some big man basketball, and play within that five, six yards and just body those those smaller linebackers up. Those yeah, linebackers, they can run. Those linebackers can run, but they're not the biggest, mm, right? Yeah. So I think that he they have the advantage there in terms of just boom, running five yards, bodying up, get big, catch a little little five yard dink and dunks, and move the chains. Mm-hmm. Devin White's pretty big, but outside of that, yeah. I mean, they're he's, not the he's, biggest. He's two thirty seven. That's not that's not that's big. Not, I guess huge, that's not huge. He's not six big. feet. He's not like when I watch and I wrote about this today. A lot of his skill set reminds me of Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, four, sub four four speed can run, can blitz, can do all those things, but they're different body types. Mike yeah. is a Bigger linebacker, but he's you know. built like I mean he's swole. He's he, he, no, you're right. Swole. He is. He I is, mean, but but Jar- But when you talk yeah. about Jarwin, freaking Jarwin's two what two fifty something? Yeah, six so, five, six five, two fifty something. That's the twenty plus pound plus five inches. And what you're talking about is posting. I'm out. talking about post game. Yeah, I'm talking about hey, this out. is my little man in the box. Hey, hey, give me yeah. the ball. You know, so E Honda. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it kind of goes back to what Heckman was talking about earlier of Kellen Moore having to scheme up that confidence builder for Dak early on. The 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 easy passes, the easy scheme. The tight ends are going to be a key part in that. So I like that point as well. And, and initi- I say that initially, but I think you're going to have opportunities with Coop and Gallup and Lamb to take the top off of this defense. See, I don't think we're going to come out and dink a dunk. I don't. You think I think that I think Tampa's expecting that in order to the the same thought process that you just had, right? Let's get let's get him some confidence, right? Let's get Dak some confidence. I think we're gonna come out play action and throw over the dog on top and try to bust and try to bust him in their mouth. Mm. You have to bust Tampa in their mouth. You have you can't go out there and just say we're just gonna move the ball down the field. We're just gonna run the ball against this front seven and we're just gonna you know get keep moving the chains. No, you gotta bust these cats in the mouth. Say back up, back up. Now we can get back to our regular offense. And that's kind of what Kellen talked about at camp was like. You, if you try over and over again, and you need to establish the run and all that for sure, but over and over again, these long drives, yep. like something eventually bad may happen. True. You know, you got to hit chunk plays. And what Tampa is one of the only teams that can match this team in terms of offensive firepower. Yeah. And the reality is, when you take your shots down the field, usually two, you know, probably 66% of the time, something good is going to happen. You're going to complete it, right? You're going to get a pass interference. Right or guess what? You throw it out of bounds and you're on to the next play. Yeah. So I mean, the chances of something positive happening for you are really good with our receivers. Let me ask you all this. And Jerry was asked about this on the fan this morning. We've touched on it a little bit. Do you are you guys concerned with rust uh, with this offense week no. one? No, not really. From the time guys have missed, they haven't really all been together this whole camp for the most part I think you have to I mean the continuity of your offense hasn't been in a real game and we understand that the lights will be on and the the whole environment is going to change and I think that's going to make the difference especially coming from a COVID-19 year where you didn't have anybody in the building I mean look man do you Thursday night is going to be rocking 
And it, you got a, a team that hasn't been in front of a live audience all together. How is Dak? I think there has to naturally be some rust for Dak for as long as he has been out because most people don't get better away from playing football. I think only, par- only portion of the game that I can foresee us being a little rusty is comes in a form of that most fans don't see, and that's in the nonverbals. That's in a nonverbal communication. That's in, you know, coming up to the line of scrimmage, you see something over right. there. I look yeah, over yeah. at your receiver like, and I give you a little head nod, and that's a whole message, right? A little, that's like a little Morse code. It's like I look at you, and I'm like, all right, and Kyle looks at me. He's like, yeah, let's go. And I, and I, just, changed your, I just changed your play, yeah. right? The reason why is because we watched film last week, and when we watched film, we talked about when they come out in this, in this, in this coverage and they come in with this leverage sitting inside, we're going to switch the play over to this, and I don't have to say nothing. I just literally come up to the line of scrimmage, I'm looking, and I'm like, Boom, that's it. Yeah, you ready? Okay, yeah, we got it. Cool. And we and that the play just changed. Right? So those are the things that I think that we might have some some issues with initially. But after that first quarter, first half, I think guys will be back in tune. Because the, comp- the competition level is going to be so high, you're going to snap right back into your old self. I'm not really that worried about the nonverbals and the communication side of things, especially offensively. Because Dak Prescott, even though he hasn't been throwing a football, has been fully involved. Yeah, but there's a lot of other elements. Okay. You start talking about the, the, the fans. and the, Now we got fans. Sure. <laughs> we got fans now. We got the stadium. Everybody's He's got to deal with that, though. Understood, but not in the first game like that. You know what I'm saying? Like not in this environment. This environment is going to be lit now. They're going to be. It's going to be turned up. They bringing a banner. It's going to be uh, turned. Yeah, it's banner night. It's banner it? night. Yeah. You no, know, come on. Uh, this is different. This fireworks, flyovers, yeah. all that stuff. I mean, yeah. it's going to be high. The cannons right? on the ship going oh, off. Oh man, all that goodness. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, Raymond James Stadium Thursday night. It will be fire. Um, Really quickly, my offensive sleeper is Connor Williams, kind of for the same reason of Tyler Biotish. Has to set the tone early. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be a big – or it has to be a big year for him. Contract season, something that he really needs to, to come out strong. And if that offensive line is going to mesh whenever Zach Martin and Lyle Collins are fully back – I'm not saying Lyle Collins is out, but when they're all 100% healthy mm-hmm. – Connor Williams is going to have to, to to hold his part. He did so last year. He needs to do it again this year. Sure. So defensively, we're going to go the other way around the table. So Rob, who on the defensive side? Uh, I've been I've been talking about Osa Digizua for a while, and whether he starts or not, I think he probably will. That this is a big opportunity for him. I mean, talking about it was funny talking to to Micah earlier this week about how old he was when Tom Brady joined the NFL, and he, I think he was like minus, like maybe one something like that. Oh my gosh. Same with Osa, you know. So they can't let that affect their mindset going into this game, you know. And but he's played so well and been so consistent in terms of what he's done in the middle of the defensive line, this is a great opportunity for him. And, and I know that, you know, Tampa's strong on their on their offensive front, especially on the edges, but but this is a chance for him to be productive. By the way, last night, Cowboys hour with Jalen Smith out in the Ford Center, and I asked him which of the 11 rookies on the dra- in, in the draft class have impressed you the most, and he didn't say Micah Parsons, who is in the linebacker room and has, has a relationship with. He said Oso Adigizua. So just, just another... Talked about his hand placement. Yeah, mm. just saying how good. I mean, just that was a, that was a great compliment because I expected him to say Micah. I thought so too. <laughs> I thought yeah, easily right? it was going to be Micah, but when he said Osa, and it was quick too. I mean, he was on top of it. He's like Osa, bam, there it is. So hey, maybe he's not as much of a sleeper as we're thinking. Yeah, Maurice Kennedy, Mo Kennedy, Mo Can. 
right? And Mo can do, right? Mo, the more right. he can do he because gonna he to. is going to have his hands full when they go out there and they come out and they're four wides, but it's not four wides. It's going to be mm. two wides, and they're going to have O.J. Howard out there, and they're going to have Gronk. He's going to have to come in and guard one of those guys. Mm. I was wondering who's who gets the Gronk. You don't put a safety on those guys. You bring in Israel McQuamu and you bring in freaking Mo Kennedy, right? You bring him in. Malik Hooker, Malik Hooker could could handle it, but maybe curse? a little big J. Big body. I mean, I mean big, big curse. I mean, yeah, but you want your cover guys. Yeah, you want your cover Curses guys in a cover. Guy. I, I'd much rather put six four Israel out there and put and put Mo Can out there and let him go ahead and put E Honda on him, right? Because you got you got a blanket these guys. Don't let them get off the ball. You get up there and you you freaking be a pest. You get in their hip pocket and then guess what? You're just feisty with them. You're just feisty with them. They're not going to be able to outrun you, right? Both neither one of those guys can outrun you. But if you let them get going, they're like the juggernaut. So get up there, get some of your cover guys up there and get in get on their, on their in their face. No, I, I like that. And, and the reason is because you know that that's going to be the mismatch because of the way that Tampa does their their schemes and their packages. They're going to go with a lot of motion, so they're mm-hmm. going to try and isolate guys all game long. But for me, it's Ken O'Neill. And the reason is because Neil has to have an impact on this defense immediately. He has to be that guy, uh, especially backs out of the backfield coverage, and you know – that that's what Tampa's going to do. Giovanni Bernard, that is his, that's his stick, mm-hmm. you know, catching passes out of the backfield and, you know, playoff Lenny. That's what he does very well. And yeah. so I want to see Ken O'Neill's, uh, the way that he impacts Dan Quinn's defense. I've already, I love his impact on Michael Parsons, him mentoring him. And, and I'm sure when you came into the league, you had guys to show you how to be mm-hmm. a pro and the different, the, the way that they're diversifying Michael Parsons as well. And I think Ken O'Neill is kind of a godsend in that. That situation because he was formerly a safety now playing linebacker and he's looked upon as a true tweener mm-hmm. uh, and so just seeing his athletic prowess on display on Thursday I think it's going to be important and I think it's going to solve some of the problems that we saw last year because we could not stop backs out of the backfield no and with three guys like Tampa Bay has coming out of the backfield you have to have somebody step up Amen. And, uh, I, I think me and IRS are on the same wavelength today because my that. sleeper is Jordan Lewis so mm. you said Connor, or, or uh, you said uh, Tyler Biotich. I said Connor Williams. Mm-hmm. You said Mocan. Now I'm saying Jordan Lewis, and it's really for the same reasons. Yeah. You're going at some point in this game. You will be matched up with a tight end, or at some point in this game, you will be matched up so with one of the better be on, slot receivers. Who's going to be on Antonio Brown if? These guys are. I mean, because we're hmm. we're missing somebody here. <laughs> we're, That's the point. That's what's hard. If about you go this. nickel, if you're gonna nick, if you're gonna go nickel defense, then wouldn't that put one of the Jordan Lewis on? A B instead of yes. on a tight end because that's going to put your linebacker on a Heckman. There's mismatches, okay? Okay, I'm just trying right, to have it. Heckman, Heckman, let's just put it like this: their starters are better than our starters in the, in the, in the secondary. Okay, I'm just let's, you guys to so, it's, so, it's better night for a reason. Exactly, Tampa, okay. they're let's very get, good. Let's get that on the table. Okay, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. And there's such a. I wrote about this in in big picture, but there's a blend of talent. Experience yeah. and speed on that in that receiving core, it's pretty unbelievable. Tom Brady knew and what he was doing. Yeah, he did. He knew what he was doing when he left New England. That's yeah. the thing. The selflessness portion is gets overlooked. Mm-hmm. It it does. It definitely <laughs> does. And for the entire team, yeah, that's not what I'm just one about. or two guys. Yeah. I mean, it is the whole. But team. But you know what? You got to look at these guys, and and I guess there's so much parity in the NFL. These days, and you want to think that everybody's evenly matched in any, any any given Sunday. 
is what, what we believe. Uh, but, you know, you look at them and you have to admire the way that they've mixed in their veterans with, you know, their young guys and yeah. their ability, like you said, the selflessness of it. I think we I think we look at that and we want to if we're you know, looking at them shoot the fireworks and raise the banner, you you envy that. You yeah. want to be that same thing. And that's why it's important to bring in guys like Neil and mix them in with guys right. like Micah uh, because you want that young and veteran uh, balance. And right. speed. And speed. Better well, believe that, it. That package brings a lot more speed at linebacker than they had last year. Correct. Than they've had in multiple years, in my, yeah. in my opinion. I yeah. mean, the, the speed there is is something that I think is, is notable. You know what else is notable? What's that? It's time to make some predictions, boys. Oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh. Did we ever figure out who won the predictions last year? Uh, oh, I think it was me. Yeah, I know. I know. No, no, no. It had to be whoa, me. Whoa, 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 whoa. I was out. leading week to week. Yeah, no, Rob, I think right? it was Rob P. No, no. And see, the thing is, is when they fell off, they stopped counting. And oh. we know who was last. <laughs> but just... <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. We'll figure it out, you know, like not on air. So... When Fine. we come back, we start fresh. It's a whole new reset button because we're predicting games that say it with your chest Tuesday here on Talking Cowboys. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing. The star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with SLR lenses, you can see Uh-oh. every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local SLR experts and see what SLR can do for you. See more, do more. SLR here on Talking Cowboys. The f- first show of the week, the final show before football 
has been played Woo! in the regular season. We How football. We football we are again. here, ladies and gentlemen. We football again. Goodness gracious, it is so <laughs> good. Shaking base. So good to be back. Okay, we've got our official 2020 Talking Cowboys final prediction standings. Say it with your chest, Kyle. Your lips. Your lips. It's so good. So coming in fourth place with a record of 36 and 34. Hey, winning record. 36 and 34. Winning record. Yeah, that's Two what he said. Games above five. <laughs> Winning record. Wow. Kyle Yeomans. Third place, mm. 39 dun, 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 and 31. You thought that was you. Winning record. Isaiah Stanback. We're all winners. Yeah. Third place. <laughs> Some of us have chicken dinner. Hold on, check this out. Second place. In last year's prediction standings, Heckma Harrison finishes with a 42. And that's all and that's all and that's all using your intestinal fortitude. I'm not gonna say what I want. Yeah, the fortitude. What's that there? Yeah. For all of our listeners at home. Fortitude. Oh, man. Chicago, you're out of there. <laughs> Come on. And our winner of the 2020 Talking Cowboys hey. prediction is Rob Phillips. Rob P. Island. Safe bet, Rob. Mm. Safe, take the safe bet, P. Safe bet. Safe so, bet. Come on. Your, uh, your prize for winning the 2020 Talking Cowboys. The Christmas tree? Honor. It's not a Christmas no. tree. Honor. Um, it's you getting to explain the breaking news that you put on DallasCowboys.com as of like five minutes ago. Oh, you're making me work now. Yeah, okay. so uh, you, you posted you a, a, an article online and it says Dak Prescott has restructured his contract to create some cap space oh, from yeah. Rob Phillips himself. No big deal. Simple accounting moves, just like they did with Zeke, what, last week? Mm-hmm. What is this, the world's biggest slush fund? What's going on right now? What do you mean it's for nothing? It's for something. I'm not not saying it's for nothing. Jerry was asked about it on the fan. It's like six and a half million bucks. No. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. No, five million in space. Wait wait, wait a minute. Yes. We just did did Dak's deal. Yeah, like this past summer. Yeah, but this was always part of the deal. When you have a contract this big and this long, and you know he's not going anywhere, it's easy to just kind of move that money around and create space. Kick the can. Yeah, keep the can. He the cap is not his, real. He just signed his deal. Okay. The cap right. is a myth. Okay. So it creates $5 million more in more. cap space. Yeah. Or $4 million more? No, more. Oh, so more. now we're at what? $12 million extra that we had? 12 or 14 I think <clears> it's <throat> yeah. closer to 14 actually. Yes. So hmm. you can you can hmm. have it this year. You can carry it over. I'm sure they're going to carry stuff over yeah. for next year. Though. It'll probably be yeah, quite a bit come. of carryover. Don't worry. Okay. We're just making space just because. Yeah. Just because. Maybe just because. We've got some predictions here. Week one of the NFL season. We'll, we'll finish off with the Cowboys and the Bucks coming up in a little bit. But we're doing this a little early. We will have a show on Friday before these games are played, but we are going to do it all now. How about this? Jaguars and Texans, the Ooh. battle of the bottom of the barrel Ooh. to start off week one of the NFL season. This one's at noon on CBS. Rob, since you won, we're going to let you go first. Urban Meyer gets his first victory as an NFL head coach. Jags. The Jags. Isaiah? Texans. Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, I'm going Tyrod. Not going Jacksonville. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Tyrod, too. I don't dun, think. Dun, dun. I just early lead for me. Yeah. Look at this. He's going to with that L. Yep. Uh, how about the Cardinals and the Titans in mm. Tennessee? CBS at noon as well. Heckma. Titans. Mm, Derrick Henry. the Titans. You going Titans, Titans. too? Okay. Mm, cards. 
I'm just digging a early hole for myself. There you go. I think I'm going to go Cardinals with you too. Okay. I I think they're one of the more underrated teams. AJ Green. In the NFL. I think AJ Green's going to have. A I think he's going to have year. a great year too. I think he could be legit. Me too. Uh, Steelers and the Bills. This will be a fun one at noon on Sunday. Ooh. I'll go first with this one. Give me Bills Mafia. Josh Allen gets it done. Stephon Diggs and company. Isaiah. I like that, but I, something says Steelers. Ooh, gut. Ben, Big Ben. Where's Big Ben's game? coming back. Where it's is in it? Buffalo. Oh, yeah, yeah, Big Ben and, and that Najee Harris. Mmm. Mmm. Najee. Uh, Buffalo. Okay. Mafia. Bills Mafia. Packers and the Saints on Sunday. This will be a fun one. Can Jameis Winston turn things around? I'm going to say no. It's the Green Bay Packers. Pack. Rob? Pack. Cheesehead. Cheesehead? Yeah, I'm going to pack on that. That game, by the way, is in Jacksonville at TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville. Of course, our thoughts and prayers still with those down in the Gulf Coast after the storm last week. This is another fun one. This is Monday Night Football. Ravens and the Raiders. Ooh, what about... Las Vegas, can John Gruden and company get things off to a hot start? Isaiah, you say? I think they get off to a hot start, but I think the Ravens pull it out. Okay, this is in L- or Las Vegas, by the way. Heckma? I'm going with the Ravens, D. Okay. Balt. Baltimore? Yeah. Do it, Kyle. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Ooh. Give me the Raiders. Ooh. The Las Vegas Raiders. I don't know why I rolled my R there. That was weird. That's not yeah. how it goes. <laughs> okay, and the final game that we are picking here in week one. Thursday night football to start the 2021. You know who was last? Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. You want to start with Ekman? Don't do that. Okay, I'm going to start with Ekman. It's the Cowboys at the Buccaneers. The reigning Super Bowl champions taking on, hopefully... The upcoming Super Bowl like champions. Heckma Harrison, week one. <laughs> what is your prediction? Cowboys and Bucks. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not scared. I'm Ooh. not scared. Ooh. And I know a lot of people are. And, you know, when they try and build them up so big, you know, like Mr. T and, Rock, Mr. T and Rocky Three, Clubber Lane. That's how I feel like we're headed into a Clubber Lane fight right now. But they ain't so bad and they ain't so tough. You know? And so. I'm, gonna, I'm going with my boys. I'm, there's no way I'm not picking the Cowboys. I'm going with my boys. And I really don't believe that everybody's talking about the, oh, they're so big, they're so bad. I don't think they're as tough as you make them out to be. And we're going to go down there and hit them in the mouth. Micah. <laughs> go ahead and hit them in the mouth. Hit them right in the mouth. Isaiah? Hit them in the mouth. <laughs> Isaiah's face says it all. Um, for all of the listeners and viewers at home. Hit him um, in the mouth. I love the Cowboys. The Cowboys took a chance on me. They drafted me. <laughs> Stop. Uh, love Jerry Jones. Love the organization. I appreciate this opportunity to be on the media team. Um, however. <laughs> Tampa. <laughs> I, I don't see us getting past Tampa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's the matter with you, man? Stop. <sighs> Come on, Pete. Do we have a score? Do we need to do a score? Does it matter? This is the... Uh, no score. No, nah, no score. Not okay. this week. I'm going. I'm going Tampa as well. Okay. I, I think. I, I do. I'm think already taking the lead. The content. Well, maybe so. I had some bad picks early on here in the league. <laughs> picks. But the continuity for the Bucks, man. It's. I mean, we just talked about it. the Cowboys' offense still is trying to kind of find their rhythm a little bit. The Bucks. It's unheard of the continuity they have. They're playing at home. The records. Dave Hellman told me the records of like these Thursday night games for defending champions. I mean, every year is different, but it's ridiculous. It, yeah. it, it tilts towards the home team. Um, I think these are both playoff teams this year. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm going with Tampa at home. Mm. I'm with you, Heckma. I'm going to be right here with you. Mm. And I've said this before. I said I don't think it's unheard of that they go in and win this game. I don't think it is. It, I, I, and I've said this all on record, too, before, that I'm more scared about week two than I am really about week one because of the sleepwalk factor. And we'll get into that certainly throughout the next week. But I'm going to take the Cowboys. Thank you. I think the return of Dak Prescott is going to put a jolt into this team, it's whether or not Zach Martin will be there. It'll be I think it's going to be a really good game. And I think it's going to be pushed to the limit, and it might end up being who has the ball last. And I think the Cowboys might get lucky, and in that coin flip, they would end up with the ball last. So I'm going to pick the Cowboys with you. I'm right there my with doubt. you, my friend. That's why you you got to shake so, it before you bake it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shake, shake and bake. Whoa. Shake and bake, baby. Whoa. Right okay. here on this near side. But that's going to do it here for us on Talking Cowboys presented Cowboys. by Tostitos. Tostitos, the official chip and dip of the Dallas Cowboys. We will be back on Friday to break it all down for you. But until then, for Chris Beam in the back, for Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, and Heckma Harrison, I'm Kyle Yeomans. Heckma, what do we say on Cowboy Nation, I hope your team win. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. Ha!